Greetings and salutations. Welcome to the 72nd episode of Two Consoles Too Late. And for the 72nd time, I am the host, Jackson Keeler. The passing of Queen Elizabeth II and the story of the golden Nintendo Wii, speedrunning Super Metroid, and a whole lot of auction alert this week. It's going to be a lot of fun. So let's get started for the 72nd time. If you haven't heard Queen Elizabeth passed away last week and if you haven't heard you're probably in Guam where this podcast is the number one podcast in Guam so to all my Guam listeners the Queen died anyway some strange thoughts went through my head when I heard this news and number one James Bond has a new boss number two I wonder what's going to happen with the Golden Wii. Now, the Golden Wii is this quasi-famous Nintendo Wii. And it's a really great story behind it. I put a link in the show notes to an article written by Ars Technica. Drink. And they, they succinctly tell this story better than I could. But I'll tell it here anyway. So in 2009, now this is all this is all reported from some English British tabloid, and the sources were rather dubious. But apparently, in 2009, QE2 is at one of her estates somewhere in the the realm of the United Kingdom, and Prince William is there, and he's playing. Nintendo Wii, and the Wii was a Christmas present from his girlfriend at the time, Kate Middleton, and apparently QE2 saw him playing and thought, that looks like fun, and started playing whatever game he was playing. So this developer named THQ... They had this Wii Sports knockoff game called Big Family Games. So they, they hear this story, I guess through this tabloid, that QE2 likes to play Nintendo Wii. So as a promotion, they think, oh, this is perfect. We'll send a copy of our game and a gold-plated Nintendo Wii to Buckingham Palace. I mean, because a gold-plated Wii would be fit for a queen. So they send this gold-plated Wii in this game to Buckingham Palace, and Buckingham Palace can't accept unsolicited gifts for security purposes, and it gets sent back. So over the years, this gold-plated Wii uh, gets passed from collector to collector, and it recently sold for something like $36,000, which I thought was kind of cheap. I don't know how much gold this Wii was plated in, but I just thought that was cheap. But it's a funny little story, and it's something that kind of came to mind when I heard of the passing of QE2. So anyway, God bless, and uh, RIP QE2.
I recently started listening to a podcast called Sequence Break. And Sequence Break is a podcast about speedrunning. And it's got a great host named Lat Mackey. And I have ranted before how I don't like speedrunning. I don't understand speedrunning. But the more I listen to this podcast, the more appreciation I have for speedrunning. And I was listening to an episode about um, the speedrunner. I was talking about Super Metroid. And that's a game that speedrunners are notorious for. And apparently, I didn't know this, the speedrunning community, they do a lot of charity events. The speedrunning community has raised over the years something like $45 million for charity uh, speedrunning Super Metroid, which I thought was absolutely fascinating and awesome. But it got me sort of nostalgic for Super Metroid. Now, I can't speedrun Super Metroid. I can. I can sequence break... uh, I can't sequence break the shit out of it. But I do... When I play Super Metroid, I do a lot of sequence breaks. Anyway, so it got me nostalgic, and I decided, okay, I'm going to sit down and try to get my PB, which is an abbreviation simply for personal best. So I decided I'm going to sit down and get my personal best at Super Metroid. And I think up to this point, I've never really tried for a good time. I think my best time was mm, like 2 hours and 45 minutes, something like that. And, and then this is 100% completion, okay? That's all the missiles, all the bombs, you know, all the, all the uh, beam upgrades and everything. So, let's see, it was Sunday night. Yeah, it was Sunday night. Put my son to bed, and I started around about 10 o'clock. And I thought, okay, you know, three hours, I'll be done around 1:30. And it's all on my Twitch at Twitch.com/twoconsoles2way. And I did it. I got 100% completion in two and a half hours exactly. You can see the pictures on my Twitter and Facebook at Two Consoles Too Late. Now, I did this, I, my, my plan was to take a break every hour, which I, I was pretty faithful to. Um, I took about four breaks, about five minutes, and there was, a, there was a lot of points where I thought I just uh, screwed up the run. Like, you can get an early energy tank in the first three minutes of that game if you uh, do a certain jump. If you jump into a, a zoomer, gamer, whatever the little fuzzy thing is, if you jump into him while he's crawling on the roof, uh, at just the right time, you can get the RG tank without getting, without um, needing the high jump boots. So I, it's like little moments like that when I was trying to get that energy tank. I had to, I kept screwing it up, and I had to like leave the room, come back in the room, and I thought that's it, you know my run is completely screwed so after one of my breaks I, I saved and I came back to it and my time was like like a buck 30 buck it was it was lower than what I thought it was so I was able to salvage the run and I, I finished it in two and a half hours although I don't know how that's possible because from the time I started the recording to when I ended the recording it was like three and a half hours 
I'm like, where'd the extra hour come from? So I don't know if the game timer does something differently. I don't know. So I, I, I beat my personal best. I set a goal and I did it. <laughs> and so now I'm sort of fascinated with uh, speedrunning, especially Super Metroid. And I want to kind of start to learn some some other tricks. Like I, I did a mock ball to get early super missiles. I did not mock ball to get an early ice beam. And mock ball ends this thing, you just do this special jump and you land, you land in a ball, but then you can go really fast. I did a video on my YouTube of uh, how to do a mock ball. You can check that out at two consoles too late. This is not one big promotion, by the way, for all my social media. I think I've dropped my Twitter, my Twitch, and all this crap. I just have all these links to all this stuff that I've done in relation to this story about Super Metroid and my quasi speedrun. So now I want to get my personal best at Metroid Dread. And my YouTube walkthrough was, my goal was under six hours and I did it in five and a half with 100% completion. But in that one, I forgot to clean up Arteria, the first area of Metroid Dread. So that kind of put my time behind. I think I could do Metroid Dread in four hours. I don't think that would be too difficult. So it's, I can't speed run. I mean, speed running, it's fascinating to watch these guys and girls speedrun. Uh, they, they, they use different grips on the controllers. They're using all, like, they, they use, like, glitches in the code. It's just, it's fascinating. And I'm, I'm not going to become a speedrunner by any means because it takes a whole lot of time and a whole lot of practice to become a speedrunner. But there's, uh, if you go on Twitch, there's all kind just, I guess going to Twitch and type in speedrun and you get all these different games uh, of people speedrunning. People like to speedrun Ocarina of Time, which I, which I, I'd be curious to watch that. I haven't watched it yet. And uh, as I'm listening to this, this podcast, they're talking about Ocarina of Time and they keep saying Ocarina. Is it Ocarina or Ocarina? It's like potato, potato. Anyway, Super Metroid got my PB, and now I'm fascinated with speedrunning. I'm, it's it's bad, folks. It's really bad. Auction alert! Auction alert! Alright, this week on Auction Alert, I got a lot of auctions I want to talk about. And you have to listen. So anyway, first one, let's just get right into this. The first one this past week was a copy of Earthbound for the SNES. This is a game I've talked repeatedly about. But a complete inbox copy of Earthbound. That's a JRPG super nintendo system i think it was the second of the of the mother series there's three games anyway i've talked about this game ad nauseum it seems anyway a copy just went off at shop goodwill for two thousand five hundred and sixty one dollars but this is a rare game and that price did not surprise me one bit so we had a copy of earthbound go 
Hopefully it doesn't reappear. Now the next one, the next one. Now I put a uh, bonus podcast on my Patreon at patreon.com slash two consoles too late. And it's actually me shopping live. And in that bonus podcast, you can hear me going through Shop Goodwill and finding this listing. It's 10 original Nintendo games. And I was just kind of cruising Shop Goodwill. And so basically what I do is I go to Shop Goodwill, I go to Gaming Systems and Games, it says Headline Blank at the top of the page. And then I go to the filters, you have a whole bunch of options, I go to Price Highest First. And by clicking on that, you get all these different auctions. And one of them was this 10 Nintendo games. I'm like, why, why is this so much? And there's a whole bunch of titles here, that, but nothing's really standing out. You got Kung Fu, Golf, Jeopardy, Othello, Bases Loaded, Blades of Steel. But over in the corner, da, 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 there was a copy of Stadium Effects. And I thought, ah, so that's why this auction is going for so much. So I go on Reddit, and I just put on post and, you know, hey, I just came across this copy of Stadium Events at Shop Goodwill. I'm going to go on a rant here. I fucking hate Reddit. I I don't know. I, a couple months ago, I got into Reddit and started posting. It's a good resource for, like, especially when I was doing the typewriter, you know, great little community of people who know stuff about typewriters. But as far as video games, it's kind of, my experience has been a little bit less than uh, positive. So apparently, the, I thought this was just, you know, a genuine copy of Stadium Events. Well, I was wrong. It is a bootleg. And I, I, I learned something in this uh, Reddit, I guess, posting, conversation, whatever. Uh, this guy came up and he said, you know, this thing's a bootleg. And I, I asked him, I said, how do you know it's a bootleg? And apparently, the label is cut incorrectly, the cartridge shell is off-color and glossy, the cartridge shell matches the ones known for AliExpress bootlegs, the label colors are off, top label is too rounded to name off some of the tells. Uh, I had no idea that, um, you know, you could tell the difference between a real copy and a bootleg. So apparently this, this copy of Statement Events is a bootleg, and the auction currently, right now, is only, only at $421. There's a day left on, a little over a day left on the auction. But even at $421, I don't know why that's so high. There's nothing else in this, in this auction that stands out. So anyway, I thought I came across a, a copy of Save Events, but... I came across a bootleg, but I learned how to look for a bootleg. Once again, Steam Events, if it was real, would you pay $18,000 for this? Without, you know, without a box, just loose? Crazy. Absolutely crazy. Oh, here's another auction that I wanted to uh, feature. That Heineken GameCube I talked about? Yep, well, somebody bid on it, but they didn't pay for it, because it's back, and right now it's zero bids at $999.99. What is this, some prices right? The price is wrong, Bob. So the Heineken GameCube is back on Shop Goodwill. 
Once again, this is this is nothing new. And let's see, there's a copy of Chrono Trigger for Super Nintendo, complete in box with a map and everything. Six days left on the auction for that one. $551, that's gonna go for a pretty penny, I'm sure. There's a whole bunch of Sega CD stuff. I just think it's fascinating that people collect a Sega CD and pay so much money for that stuff. And what else? We got Star Fox and Super Nintendo in the original boxes, not sealed. Two days left on that auction at $300. Where the fuck do people get the money for this shit? Oh my god. But that brings me to my my own personal purchases that I'm going to talk about. I picked up a few games this week. I finally got a copy of The Legend of Zelda Oracle of Ages, not Oracle of Seasons. I picked up a copy of that for $62.52. That's with shipping and handling. Uh, there was a local pickup option in South Jersey, uh, just outside of Philadelphia. It's like exit two on the turnpike. And I actually considered it, but that's 210 miles round trip. That's three hours without traffic. Uh, between tolls and gas, I think it would have come to something like $50. So uh, I think I, I just took the hit and paid the $9 in shipping. But I finally picked up one of the Game Boy titles I've been looking for. And this last one, I picked up Metroid Prime for GameCube. Uh, once again, I thought I had a copy, but I don't. I once again bought another copy. I, when I first bought that game, I bought it for $10 at a flea market. I don't know why I ever sold it, because I was probably, probably because I was hard up. But I picked up a copy of Metroid Prime for the GameCube. It's in good condition. Got that for $39.23. So anyway, this week I kind of went overboard and spent $100 on video games. Such is life. Alright, that's it. That's I'm done. That's been the podcast for Two Consoles Too Late, episode 72. I'm Jackson Keebler. Check out my social medias. I'm all over the place. Twitch, Twitter, Facebook, you name it. But definitely check out the patreon.com slash two consoles too late and support this podcast and all of its wonder. You can get exclusive content. I just did the bonus podcast. Check it out. But as always, have a good one. I love you. Bye.